Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 9 of Squad Pod Sports. We got a very special episode for you today. We got a fellow sports podcaster, John Shear, on the show. So we want to have him a big welcome for him today. Um, he's going to be talking through a lot of the football news and scores, and, and we're going to be talking about the playoffs. Um, Stanley Cup finals is over now. Um, the, we're going into the finals of the NBA. So, I mean, uh, welcome, John. Uh, John, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. Thank you for having me on your show. Uh, it's an honor. I appreciate it. You know, anytime somebody has me on their show, I always uh, I always appreciate you having me. So, so thank you, first and foremost. Um, we appreciate you being here. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it, man. Of course. Of course, I'm always willing to take time out of the day to be on another person's show. Um, so a little bit about myself. Uh, podcaster for over five years now. Started out a Baltimore Orioles show. Turned into a Orioles and Hershey Bears and NFL and uh, pro wrestling, which is not pro wrestling anymore. Um, so we had that. And then I, a couple months ago, back in the beginning of July, I just started a, a new show, Journey with the Jays, which is you know up and rolling. We're going to be on the radio in Atlanta, real 1100 a.m. Um, Thursdays from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, soon we'll be on there, so you can check that out, download that app. Um, you know, like I said, aspiring journalist, you know, talk to, like I told you guys earlier, talk to agents and uh, former players and current players. I'm in, in all kinds of sports, Olympians, uh, basketball players, football players, MLB wow, players. Um, beginning of before the season started, was on a conference call with uh, the Sunday night football crew, so Al Michaels. Chris oh, Collins, wow. Nice. Yeah. Um, then the week after that, I was on a conference call with the Monday Night Football crew with Steve <laughs> Levy, but, uh, you know, Bar- Brian Greasy and Lewis Riddick and all them. So, um, awesome. you know, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what I do is, you know, things like that. You know, as a journalist, that's kind of my thing. Hoping yeah. to cover the Super Bowl here, you know, this year or next year on, me- on Radio Row. That's my it's <laughs> my oh, hope man so, that would be you know, fantastic that would be awesome so you know just get that uh, like opportunity said, yeah yeah yep so that's that's kind of me in a nutshell you know a sports addict and uh you know love fantasy football and just like you guys you know baseball and basketball and hockey and fo- of course football you know football is i live for it every single sunday so exactly yeah. <laughs> for it <laughs> yeah man because like it, right before the season started like we had like i think it was four or five shows that we did before the season and it was like we kind of had to stretch a lot of stuff out and like to kind of fill the gap for like over an hour you know and and now that football started it's like like most of the show now is just football talk and now like we just talk about just hit on the, the hockey and baseball and and basketball and everything so i mean it, it's it's so good to have football back, even if our team isn't doing that well. You know, it is. It's all right. <laughs> Season's young. Season is young. There's there's only a couple games in, man. But um, it's great to have you on, man. And yeah, thank you. Forward to, to thank hearing you. your takes on on everything that we're gonna be talking about. Um, so we'll just jump right in into it. Um, we'll talk about your Dolphins, man. You guys had a nice victory here against the Jaguars Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, so. To me, this is a little bit of fool's gold. Uh, so I'm not a Dolphins fan. That's just going to jump off jump off a cliff and be like, yo, we're winning the Super Bowl uh, because I realize Ryan Fitzpatrick is our quarterback. 
Um, the run defense still is not good. Uh, we couldn't stop James Robinson, who you know, he's all right. He hasn't proven anything to me. He didn't run great uh, yardage-wise, but he still ran effective for them. Right. They were in comeback mode most of the night, so he really didn't run the ball that much. But the run defense is still a problem. Uh, the pass defense still a problem. You know, we beat the Jaguars without their best receiver, so Minshew really had nothing. Their left tackle yeah. got the You know, so until Tua comes in, you know, it's just fool's gold right now. Uh, the team hasn't proven anything to me. If they beat the Seahawks this Sunday in Miami, it's a little bit different. Yeah, it's then, you know, something, something might be cooking in, in Miami. But with Ryan Fitzpatrick, I don't believe that we're going anywhere. I don't expect it. Yeah. I love my team, but I'm realistic. and I'm not going to say, well, Super Bowl this year, like, Ryan Fitzpatrick's our quarterback. I'm not going anywhere with him. Yeah. Right. He's not, like, elite, but, like, you know he's good for a couple wins. You know, he's decent. He gets the yeah. job done. It, it depends on the rest of the team around him at that point. He's not going to just, like, carry you to a win if, if the rest of the team's not doing well. Yeah, and you're not going to win the division. Um, even with the expanded oh, yeah. playoffs, the, the AFC's pretty deep this year, as you know. Yeah, and even if we make the playoffs, there's no noise you make with Ryan Fitzpatrick. So, uh, like that's why I say it's fool's gold. You know, yeah, the Jags good good for you, a team that you know just (laughs) tore their team apart at the beginning of the season. So, right, yeah, everyone was kind of expecting them to tank. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I'm not too excited about it. No one was expecting them to win the first two. It was a good win though. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Nice win. Beat the Seahawks, and then then we'll go from there. Now, do you have any predictions on when, like, Tua might start or, like, if you think he could play it all this season? So they want to they slowly ease him in. Obviously, with 2020 being the year of the injury, it's not exactly a year you want to force that yeah. guy in there. Right. Um, your, your left tackle should be right tackle when he comes in, should be your right tackle, franchise right tackle, because he's left-handed. So the left tackle is not the important one. It's the right tackle obviously, because he's left. Um, uh, he's about 20 years old. So we drafted him in the first round. He's 20 years old. He's playing, but he's still raw. So the line is young. The line is not great. So you don't want to bring in a guy that has yeah. injury history, you know, force him in there and, and ruin him when the team's still kind of finding its way. Um, so I think exactly eight, yeah. eight or nine – I think eight or nine, but ultimately um, Brian Flores is probably going to think that once you put him in, you're kind of giving up on the season. You want to see what he has. Yeah. Because he's not, you know, he might be NFL ready, but you know what I'm saying? Like he's not quite ready to lead the team mm-hmm. to the land right now. So the way Brian Flores thinks is that's kind of how he's going to go is Fitzpatrick gives us the best chance to win. Until yeah. we're out of and you probably won't see too long. Maybe like late in the season, like maybe week maybe. 15, 16 or something. Yeah, if it's an easier opponent, then maybe, but he's not going to feed him to Bill Belichick. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're just like, yeah, yeah. go. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck trying to bring, play the Patriots. Bring Patriot. two up the Foxborough. Bring yeah, two of the Foxborough. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't believe that's actually, that's a smart decision. Yeah, I think I, mean, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick like carries that locker room way better. Obviously, with oh, the veteran definitely. presence, like he, he's he seems like every time you hear anybody talking about him, he's just like 
fits magic. He's he's the magic man. Like it's it's always good stuff coming out about him. And he just I, seems like such a like a hard working dude. Like like what I they say, he comes it. in with his hard hat and lunchbox every day. <laughs> that <laughs> gets, type of guy gets yeah. the job done. Yeah, he's a good I mean, guy. Um, he's just he's just not a you know he's a good guy. He's a good locker room presence. He's just yeah. not a not football player. Pat Mahomes, exactly. you know, yeah. I was kind of surprised that you guys aren't using Jordan Howard like a lot more than than you have been, you know. He, him and Matt Burita, we traded for Matt Burita from the Niners. Yeah, and we're right. using him at all. We're using Miles Gaskin. Which I is totally stupid. forgot you guys had Matt Burita. To be honest, <laughs> <Me too. laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. Uh, Jordan Howard has more carries than he does yards. Is about oh 15 carries and about 80 yards. So wow. that makes no sense. Why you're not at least giving him the ball more? I know is that's less than a yard per carry, but uh, you yeah. signed the guy for a reason. You traded for Matt Burita for a reason, and I don't yeah, get why, why Miles utilizing him. Maybe he just no showed that much in camp, or I mean the little camp they had. But I, I don't see how yeah. you could see that much to take both of their jobs. To be honest. Yeah. It makes no sense. I, I I don't understand what Flores is doing. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't figured it out myself. Man, I know that feeling because, like, the next game we're going to talk about, I have no idea as well. Um, the Bengals and the Eagles, I have no idea what Doug Peterson and his team is doing right now. Um, Carson Wentz looks lost. It looked like he kind of had it a little bit together towards the end of the game um, when he pulled off, like, to kind of put put it in the overtime, but I mean it's just like the defense did what they were kind of supposed to do. They were okay, I guess, for the day. They gave them tons of chances, but like this offense just looks lost. Like there's no game plan. Um, there's just no original plays. Everything's like screens or or like little dink and dunk routes. Um, Jason Peters was like a turnstile, <laughs> like. He was not veteran Jason Peters Sunday. He was just getting bulldozed almost every play. Um, I mean, it, it was a mess. I mean, and we're expected to play the injury-ridden 49ers Sunday night. So, I mean, I I don't have high hopes going into any game at this point, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I, it's, it's hard for me because, like, I look at the Eagles. Um, Jason Peters obviously banged up. I don't get why Miles Sanders wasn't used more in that game against Cincinnati. Um, yeah. That didn't make sense to me. Not not because not just because I have him in fantasy, but just like <laughs> from a football perspective, like if you know Carson Wentz is he's not struggling as a football like a, a throwing the ball. He knows how to struggle mentally. That's where yeah, exactly. It's, it's all mental at this point. It's mental, and he um, I don't know why. Nobody knows why. Uh, it, it <laughs> it's a mystery, but it he's is. clearly struggling mentally more than anything. He still knows how to play football, but is a block. And if you have a blockage with a guy like that, um, regardless of who he is, give the ball to Miles Sanders, a franchise back, who I think, um, and I told people this in the offseason, he'll be better than Saquon Barkley at the end of their respective careers. Five more yards, he'll be the better running back. Um, I, I think he was a better running back overall. He looked better at Penn State than Saquon Barkley did. That's just my opinion. 
but I like Miles Sanders more career long term than I do yeah. Saquon Barkley. I can definitely I see Barkley. that. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I mean that it, that comes down to kind of what I was going to say next about like it's it that's I hate how Doug Peterson calls a game. I'm at I'm at the point where now they either need to tell him, hey, you need to hire an offensive coordinator. Or you need to, like, I don't know. I don't know if he should be fired as of right now because, I mean, it's his first really terrible season. I mean, he, he took him to the playoffs pretty much every year. But, I mean, like, I, I have no faith in him as a game as a play caller anymore at this point, you know. And, I mean, this is, like, second week in a row where, like what you said, Miles Sanders is balling. He almost has, like, 100 yards. And then, for some reason, you just stop using the run game. And you just, like – just try to keep passing it whenever the pass wasn't working to begin with. So it's like, it, it, it astounds me really. (laughs) It's crazy because like they can't stay away from the injury bug. You know, Rager, I had high hopes so far for him. He has obviously been injured all year. Alshon Jeffrey can't get on the field. Yeah. Yeah, They said he could be back maybe next week or against Pittsburgh. Deshaun Jackson might miss time. Yeah, Dallas Goddard apparently has a fractured ankle as yeah. of today. I was I saw that. How long is he going to be out? A couple. They weeks? said like three weeks probably, because it doesn't require surgery or anything. But he's on IR, so it's at least three weeks. Seems like that's definitely been their problem the last couple of years is the injury. Yeah, they can't shoot. I mean, they even focused on getting younger this year to to kind of thwart that, and it still backfired on them. But I mean, on the other side of things, I mean the Bengals. I mean, they, they show some promise. I think Joe Burrow is definitely going to work out for him. I mean, it was nice. It was, like, refreshing to see that, like, he took that huge hit by – I forget who it was. I think it was – Brandon Josh, Graham. Yeah. Brandon Graham. I didn't know if it was Brandon Graham or Josh Sweat or whatever. But, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there was one where he got, like – you could see his, like, his head kind of separate from yeah. his body. Yeah, like Drew Brees play from a couple years ago yeah. where his neck – his whole then, like, head stayed there and his body. Yeah. Moved. And then like, he it, left the game for like a play or so. And then he came back. And, and then, I mean, that's kind of when they went on that little drive where they started scoring touchdowns. But I mean, like they start kind of getting some pieces around them and building that team up. Right. I mean, it is the Bengals, but I mean, I think they could do something. I mean, they do have to compete with the Steelers and the Ravens right. <laughs> and that division, you know, and but, the Browns honestly. and the Browns. Yeah. And the Browns. But, I mean, I have more faith in Joe Burrow probably realistically than long term Mayfield. Yeah. Long term, yes. Absolutely. But, like, I'm talking about that. I was just more or less saying, like, right now. like Yeah, exactly. But but, long term, absolutely. I'm a Burrow fan 100% over Baker Mayfield. Trust me. All day. Yeah. But, I mean, long story short, uh, it ended in a tie. It shouldn't have ended in a tie. (laughs) But (laughs) we'll move. It ended a tie, which is like one year. I'd almost rather have an L or something over a tie. Like, come the on, last, man. The last time the Bengals and Eagles played, they ended up in a tie. Yeah. <laughs> wait, so was the last time, period. Because uh, I know they've yeah. done it before. So that was the last single time they played. Yeah, I think it was the last time. <laughs> yep. That's oh, crazy. It is. That is wild. It was um, We'll move on to the next game was the Falcons once again blowing it, blowing a lead to to my boy that came in here, old Nick Foles. <laughs> I put the jersey out just because just he came out. I knew he was going to – I told it. I predicted it at the beginning of the year. 
Mitchell Trubisky going to get benched and Nick Foles going to come in and do his thing. They activated his superpower coming off the bench. I didn't <laughs> him to be 2-0 when they benched him. And then, yeah. you know, with a benching of Mitch uh, Trubisky. But, hey, shit, it happened. Everybody knew Nick Foles was going to start eventually. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, a lot of people expected him to kind of start the season. Like, they, they yeah. didn't know if he was going to be named the starter to, to start the season. But, I mean, the Falcons the second week in a row blowing, like, such a huge lead, man. It's so that's pretty concerning. Yeah, that's pretty concerning because, like, everybody was joking about it during the <laughs> game. Like, no, nah, it's, it's not going to happen two weeks in a row. No way. And then old Nick Foles comes out with the visor on, throws a pick. And they're like, okay, maybe not. Take that off. Take, take the visor <laughs> off. Throws three touchdowns. Hey. I don't know, man. Like, I feel like the Falcons have potential to be good every year. And for some reason, like, they just can't. They just can't do it. This is like. Quinn's going to lose his job. He should. Definitely. At By this the point. end of the season, if not during the season, at the end of it, on Black Monday, it's going to. I know. thought he was going to get fired yesterday. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah. should. I mean, if, if the Lions would have lost, I could have saw Matt Patricia getting fired yesterday if they would have <laughs> lost. But yeah, those I think Dan Quinn, he's feeling some heat. Those two and Adam Gase, I don't understand how any of those guys have a job. Oh my gosh. I have no yeah, idea. Especially Adam Gase. I Adam Gase is coasting through life, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like the Bears came back and won thirty to twenty-six. Um, the Bears are somehow three and three and zero right now. Um, it's it's weird. It's weird to see the Bears three and zero. But it is what it is. They the Falcons play the Packers next week Monday night. Monday night football. That's probably the only reason they have not fired him because they're not going to throw a brand new coach in week. Yeah, against the Packers on Monday night. Monday <laughs> night. The next week they play the Panthers. If when not if when they get destroyed by the Packers. Yeah, I was going to say at least like next shot. week they might not have to worry about blowing a lead because they're already going to be losing, <laughs> probably. So I just was curious to see who what when their buy was what their schedule looked like and like as to oh, why yeah. he still has a job type of shit. Bro. That explains it though. Makes a little bit just have, like a new coach is out there on Monday night just sweating buckets trying to like, figure something out. <laughs> sweating buckets anyway. Yeah, so still that. sweating buckets. He's like, oh man, I can't lose this game. What do you think um, about you tough guys? Do you think they can do it? Three and out. The Bears. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Not in the long run. Like, I mean, if anything, maybe beat... a wild card spot. It may, beat the generous. Lions. It beat the Lions, the Giants, and the Falcons. Oh my! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're like, right. Yeah, dominant team. Like you do that against oh. the Packers, you ain't coming back against the Packers playing yeah. like they did against the Falcons. No, yeah, absolutely not. And I and they activated the Nick Foles superpower a little early. That's it's more that's supposed to be towards the end of the season. They're supposed to activate that. Wow. It's a little a little early to for Matt Nagy to go there. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next, the next game. Um, the Rams and the Bills. This was a wild game. We uh, split this. We picked it. Yeah. Hold with them Bills. Had yeah. was like AFC East. <laughs> <laughs> I thought them Rams were gonna win, and I mean. I, I just 
honestly, I'm not I'm not trying to like be like any slight towards the Eagles, but like they beat the Eagles, but it wasn't like the Eagles are that great. And I know even yeah, though Buffalo took that lead, twenty eight to three, where we you know we heard that before. Even though they gave up that lead, they were winning twenty eight to three. They should have won that game forty something to thirteen or something. You know they were yeah. destroying the Rams. Should have came back like that, but they yeah. did. Buffalo still pulled it out. Though, so. Buffalo looks really good this year. Like they look even better than they did last year. Um, help with that penalty, but it is what it is. Yeah, that's that was questionable there at the end. <laughs> it's pretty questionable stuff. But I mean, it's going to be really interesting to see like how it comes down for the division for you guys between the Pats and the Bills. Yeah. Um, I mean, they they both look pretty dominant at this point, you know. Yeah. I mean, we'll uh, the Pats at, at least show that they can like pretty much keep up with anybody. It's I mean, kind like of the Seahawks. With the, I mean, we'll get to the Patriots, but it just seems like business as usual with them, other than we have Cam now, and we're yeah. not passing much, but, like, 250 rushing yards, like, I, I just, it, it's nice. It's nice to see, <laughs> and, and Cam in an interview afterwards was talking about how how he underperformed and not up to par and stuff like that, and he because he, he had a pick, one touchdown. I don't even think he had 200 yards passing, but let me see here. Had it all down, but it just seems like everything's rolling nicely, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was the Raiders, but the Raiders have been – John Gruden seems to be getting that. Yeah, the Raiders look nice the first and couple weeks. Belichick, I, I'm pretty sure they said uh, Gruden is 0-4 all-time against Belichick. Against Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would have to double-check that, but I think I saw that. I'm like, hey, some things never change. Yeah. Know? I mean, that's going to be a game to mark on the calendar, though, the Bills and Pats. That's going to be yeah. a good one. A good divisional game. Um, I mean, the Bills, they're just clicking on all cylinders, it seems. I mean, the defense was a little suspect there towards the end with the against the Rams, letting them come back like that. I was but, worried. Like, are they – I don't know. We'll see. You know yeah. how they like to strike quick. Yeah, that's true. Very capable of that, so. Yeah. I mean, the Rams, It's they're such an up-and-down up, up and down team. It seems like one week they're really good. They have it. They have it working, and then the next week they just like fall apart. Like there's no plan. That's it's it's weird. I mean, they have potential on both sides of the ball. You picked the Rams on that one, though. I did. I did pick the Rams. <laughs> I, I thought I thought they had the hot hand. They were two and zero rolling into this game, and that's why I picked them. Um, next, we have the the Washington No Names and the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> the Cleveland Browns kind of figured out their 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 game that they like running now, and that's the run game. Chubb just kind of ran all over the place on Washington. It it says a lot about the brand, about what what they feel about Baker Mayfield if they're not letting him throw the ball anymore. Yeah, they're taking exactly. the ball out of his hands. It. it to me, it says that Baker Mayfield's not going to be there much longer. That this is, well, might be his last that's year. Telling. Because if they're taking the ball out of his hands against the Red, oh, I'm sorry, Washington. <laughs> yeah, the Washington No Names. Oh, uh, if they're keeping the ball out of his hands against them, and their pass defense is terrible, and Chase Young got knocked out of that game yeah, early right. in the game, exactly. it's not like they, not like they had to worry about a whole lot and they still took the ball out of his hands still didn't want to drop back yeah 
yeah. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt hands. It's telling to me. Yeah. They're monsters, though. Those like, two man, you got, like, you got Odell you and Jarvis Landry. Like, how is he not hit, able? can't hit Odell if his life depended on it. I, I don't just don't understand. It. I have no idea I wish, why that is. I wish my Eagles had those kinds of weapons. <laughs> why? why I, I'm Not to get off topic, but why wouldn't the Eagles maybe try a trade for Odell Beckham at this point? They need a receiver desperately. They should have they tried to trade for D-Hop. Before the season, like they saw how it, like how cheap Arizona got him. Yeah, if that's all it took to get DeAndre Hopkins, sign me up. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, time. I mean, yeah, I mean, we'll kind of touch on that a little later when I, yeah. like, when I kind of bring it up in my bias bubble. But yeah, that comes down to Howie at that point, and I got I got some beef with Howie as as well as Doug. Okay. <laughs> not going good over here in Philly right not now. Going, not going good over here in Philly. I'm, I did not think 0-3 was possible. I mean, I guess it's not 0-3. It's 0-2-1. It's 0-2-1. So they even still surprised me. But Yeah. Um, I, I mean, nobody did. The, the expectations uh, were high coming into the season. But, I mean, it is what it is. That's football, baby. Oh, I think we skipped, we skipped the Patriots. Did we talk about Patriots Oakland? Just kind of did, actually. A little bit. Skipped over <laughs> well, it a little bit. They, they weren't on my list yet. They were after the Vikings and Titans. And that's here. what I have on here next. I mean, okay. I, yeah, we, we could talk go, about the we could go back at, I, We both picked New England on that one. Um, yeah. There's not, but like I said, I, I'll talk about that a lot deeper later on. But um, let's get to Tennessee and Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, Split on that one, too. I picked yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, I kind of rolled with the hot hand with the Titans. I mean, it's Derrick Henry's Derrick Henry. And Ryan Tannehill has proven that he can sling it the past couple weeks, you know. I right. mean, I'm, I'm really impressed with the Titans here past couple weeks. Now. <laughs> For now. COVID. Well, I'm just saying, now yeah. with the COVID. As of COVID today, some on. breaking news. Yeah, who knows what's going on with the Titans. But they're they're shutting they're gonna down for the week. Probably play the game, though, because it's only three players. So, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to hold too much up, but the facilities are closed, so that makes things interesting. Unless the three players are like Derrick Henry and no, Ryan. They were <laughs> yeah. But, but how do they do that with the whole team not practicing, yeah. but the other that they face gets to practice? How does that work? A huge yeah. disadvantage. Huge That's disadvantage. What I was thinking. Exactly. They said something about virtual meetings all week long. But but it's different than practicing. Oh, 100%. Yeah, you're not like... 100%. And, you know, right. going through apps, things like that. You know, yeah, because they usually, like, script the first couple drives, usually, whenever they're practicing. So, like, how would that you even is, do that? That and physically, you know, you're you're not practicing the entire week physically. And we've yeah. seen injuries already mount for teams. So, let alone a team not physically... You know, being active for an entire week Based until they go and play. Yeah. Then you're just I'm, kind of trusting people to kind of do individual, like, their own individual workouts and kind of stay in up the park. Then you got to play the Steelers. And you play the Steelers. <laughs> yeah. The team. Oh, TJ oh Watt might, uh, TJ Watt might, ha- you know. He, he might, might break a record. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. I, I hope everything goes okay as far as like players not getting hurt because of it, but I know exactly. it's a possibility it elevates with them not practicing all week. Yeah, and I know that the Vikings, they, they shut down their facilities too as well. They're waiting for tests to come back to see if any of their staff and players are tested positive. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, who knows? That's That's kind of a messy situation. It's the first real situation like this this season. So, I mean... It's, it's inevitable, it's, though. It was going. Oh yeah, it was bound to happen eventually. I know that, like that one player on the the Falcons had the he was pulled this week, but like, I know that he was like the first one that was kind of pulled. Right. And then this happens, you know. Had so. one in the had a fan in the stands in week one, right? The Chiefs. Yeah, game. the Chiefs. Yeah, about fifteen of them. About fifteen of them, I believe. Yeah. Really? See, I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah. it's. It's gonna happen. They just gotta yeah. try to keep everybody as safe as possible, and oh, like they do with the the contract tracing, and just hopefully everything runs smoothly. Like, yeah, keep everybody as healthy as possible. Yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean Tennessee looked nice, man. I mean Tennessee is like one of those teams that were like they don't have a lot of eyes on them. They're just kind of underrated. Good, they'll they'll go smoothly into the playoffs and do what they they have to do. You know. Um, they just got to make sure like the pass game is still on point when it comes to playoff times. Cause that's where it kind of hurt them last year. Um, and I mean, the Vikings, Vikings are just a mess right now. Yeah. <laughs> and the Vikings, Vikings are just a huge mess right now on both sides of the ball. Kirk cousins, he's acting like Carson Wentz out here. Doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> he's messed up in his head right now. Um, yeah. I mean, then we can move on to your pats. Old Cammy Cam Newton. No, they just Derek Carr took care of business. (laughs) Like like we were saying, we were talking about him pretty much already. Covered him. Ton of yards on the ground. Two hundred fifty yards as a team on the ground. That's I love that. And that's with with James White. Even though pass catching back, James White out. Um, And Rex Burkhead talked about how like every single touchdown was for him. And I, I just it just I love. The the style of the yeah, team. Yeah, Rex right Burkett now. had a game. Two touchdowns on the ground, one on the air, in the air, going off. I, hey, it is what it is. So, Michelle had 100 yards on the ground. No Jeez, touchdowns. man. So, it's nice. Josh Jacobs, I don't think he didn't break 100 yards. He had like 76 yards, something like yeah. that. So, no, it, and he came, he came in with a hip injury. You know, yeah. And clearly, Belichick has a, a history of shutting down the best player on on that respective team absolutely absolutely and god damn it he did it (laughs) (laughs) once once that happened it seemed like everything else fell in place Derek Carr fumbled twice Jacobs had a fumble defense they made our defense look better than it is more or less it's not (laughs) quite that good but hey it's still the defense it was last year minus good like eight nine pieces by this point with all the opt-outs and all the free agents we lost, maybe even more, to be honest, but people are stepping up. Yeah. People are stepping up. Yeah, I mean, you're still winning games. I know that, like, Gilly kind of looked a little off the past couple games. I mean, especially against Seahawks. But, I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah, that's not something you'd probably be worried about at this point. You know, Stefan Gilmore. Exactly. Not too Um, worried about that. Yeah, I mean, it's just business as usual to you guys. Belichick Hopefully. What doing. Hopefully. <laughs> Keeps rolling. We got Kansas City next week. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's going to be a game, man. That's going to be quite the game. In Kansas City. 
Oh my gosh, that's a huge game. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we do a better job against him than Lamar Jackson did last night, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> Dude didn't even have 100 yards. I I had I'm not trying to talk about sports betting too much, but I had the over for him on like 200 some yards. And like, oh man. Years. It was yeah, you get a hundred. You get a hundred. What it is what it is. <laughs> um, next we got the the Forty Niners and the Giants, and the Forty Niners had like so many players that weren't even playing, and they still demolished them, thirty six to nine. Um, it doesn't bode well for my Eagles that play the Forty ers next week, even if Jimmy G doesn't play, and they're saying George Kittle's probably gonna play, so. That doesn't help anymore. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's the 49ers, the, they have good coaching, man. It just comes down to the coaching at that point. They're a really good team. Um, yeah, I mean, it extends uh, Giants, but. Yeah, there's not a whole lot to talk about with uh with the Giants right now. The Giants are kind of like just a dumpster fire. Yeah, but, uh, like the Jets. I do know the Niners are supposed to have Garoppolo, Mostert, and Kittle back this week. They're all oh, really? day, but all three are supposed to be back. Jeff Wilson looked really good. He did. Um, I had him on my lineup this week. <laughs> McKinnon McKinnon continues to get hurt. You know, it's guy can't stay healthy. They yeah. got backs out, you know, out the butt. Yeah. You know, with Jeff Wilson and Mostert and it's yeah, always another definitely. They have a lot of good running backs. Sunday night football game. It'd be an interesting. So that's Sunday night. That's right. Okay, so we got the Monday night is Packers and uh, who we just say Packers Falcons, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. And then we got the worst Thursday night football game we've ever seen. (laughs) The the Broncos and Jets. (laughs) Yeah. Third string quarterback. Let's go. Yeah, I think we both took the 49ers in that game, Vern. Yeah, yeah. Um, next, we had a good. We had another game that I had the Texans against the Steelers, but the Steelers ended up winning. I, I, had, I voted. You had Pitt. You had did Pitt I have Pitt? On... I thought I had Houston on that you, one. We we both picked uh, Pittsburgh on that one. Okay. Yeah, I know. I bet on sports betting. I, I put Houston and <laughs> <laughs> went in, and it looked like they they had something rolling for a little while, you know, and then they just kind of stalled. Um, right. I was suspect of the fact that the Steelers played shitty teams and the Texans played great teams. So I thought maybe that was going to tell something about, like, maybe if the Texans beat the Steelers, more or less, I'm not going to be surprised. Because maybe the Steelers aren't who we thought they were. Maybe the Texans aren't who we thought they were. But Steelers came out and did exactly what everybody expected them to do, realistically. Yeah. Steelers being Steelers at this point. As long as Big Ben's there, that defense is still thriving like they are. You know, it's it's business as usual for the Steelers. <laughs> and like Mike Tomlin's running that that well-oiled machine over there. Um, but I mean the Texans, I don't know what to think about the Texans <laughs> anymore. Um they they need a they definitely need a number one wide receiver. The losing D hop definitely affected their game, affected their team. Um I mean, I don't know. Do you have any other opinions about it, John? Bill O'Brien's an idiot. Brian <laughs> is so stupid. Yeah. He has no idea. I don't understand how he's a coach and a GM. <laughs> I have yeah, no idea. How did he get more power? That never ha- that never uh, works out well. He trades away DeAndre Hopkins for 
a banged up David Johnson, and then he gets Brandon Cooks, who's always hurt, you know, from the yeah. Rams. Like, I have no idea what they're doing. And the worse they do, the better, because the <laughs> Dolphins have that first round pick. So nice. I'm hoping they lose every oh. game. So we get that number one overall pick. I'm hoping that. <laughs> I've seen it. That's nothing. nice, though. I've seen nothing from the Texans that shows me they're any good. Besides yeah. the shot. Yeah. yeah, I mean, out of anybody, I know that I know how it is to have a coach that's also a GM because that's what Chip Kelly was back in the day. And you know how that how horribly that went. They gave him could, too much power. Could be good, though. What about Bill Belichick? Yeah, I mean, he's like an exception, though. The exception of the rule. I don't know how much power he's got, but he's got a lot of yeah. power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's un, that's classified business over there in New England. Nobody knows what's going on. It's like he's earned it, though, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's definitely proved his worth. Um, Next, we got the Philip Rivers-led Colts against Adam Gase. <laughs> Adam Gase's Jets. <laughs> I can't even say that without laughing. Without laughing. Ever. These terrible Jets look like the worst team the NFL has ever had at this point. Poor I, Sam Darnold. Yeah. Poor Sam Darnold. Like, this isn't his fault, and I hope that they don't, like, ship him out of town and blame it I on hope him. They do for his sake, because then maybe he yeah. could have, you know? Maybe. Like, he doesn't well, have maybe. any shot. Yeah, I mean, I was more worried about, like, maybe this is ruining his stock like anybody would try to get him, you know? So, I mean, he's still young, right? He's still, what, like, 24, 25? He's still yeah. a young guy, and I'm sure there's plenty of teams where he could be the, you know, he could go to the Raiders and be a lot better than Derek Carr. I don't he believe could be he could. Yeah, yeah Hill. just needs to be in a right system. Yep. We've never really seen him in a, you know, we've never seen him on a good team in, yeah. in the NFL, in a good offense. Never seen that. So we don't really don't know what, you know, we really don't know what to expect, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I know they played some shitty teams, but I mean, I I really like seeing Philip Rivers on the Colts for some reason. <laughs> I really like them Colts. Like, I always have a like a love for Frank Reich, and I, I like what he's doing over there in Indy. That defense is nice. I really like uh, Philip Rivers on the Colts. Pretty much, I I really like. That's a perfect place for him at this point in his career. Um, I don't we know. We were talking about how it's kind of like not. You don't think so? Like everything's perfect there except Philip Rivers. Except Philip Rivers. <laughs> That's how I feel. I feel. I feel Why like he holds them. I feel they have a great roster, but I feel like he holds them back from where they want to go because he's yeah. not the same Philip Rivers. At, yeah. You know, we kind of you know, talked about that last week where we Rivers. said that he kind of has a. The Philip Rivers where he can make game-winning drives and win, and then there's the Philip Rivers who just throws an interception when he shouldn't be throwing interceptions at the worst possible. Another, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> now we lost him again. <laughs> this is not good. Oh, he's going to be mad. Is he back? Oh, there, there he is. is. I'm right here. Okay. Yeah, it was like, I don't know what was going on. Oh, damn. But, um, I mean, he has he has potential yeah. to ruin games as well. Um, 
It's it is what it is, though. I mean, that's Philip Rivers. That's his game at this point. I actually saw a theory today that it kind of made me mad, but it made sense. Whereas like Philly ends up trading Carson Wentz to the Colts because of Frank Reich loves Carson Wentz, <laughs> and like then he would end up prospering and thriving on the Colts after we trade him to the Colts or some shit. I was like, that just makes too much sense. I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> like Frank Reich, because I, I he was the, definitely the mastermind behind the 2017 Super Bowl season with Doug. But I'd be like, I don't want to even think about Carson being with Frank Reich again. <laughs> I miss Frank Reich. Um, but I mean, we can move on though. Um, what was next, Burn? Chargers. Chargers. Panthers. Yeah, that was an interesting game as well. Uh, I honestly thought Herbert was going to be able to do it, um, just yeah. especially with how how like injury riddled the Panthers are. You know, I was mm-hmm. like, I, I just didn't think they're going to be able to field the talent. <laughs> you know, and yeah. they did. That it surprised me. Herbert kind of looked like a rookie more or less in that yeah. game, more than he did in the first game. So yeah, I mean, he uh, looked really good against the Chiefs last week. Right, surprisingly, and then you can't you can't beat the Panthers. Like, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the Panthers are kind of trying to figure out their identity as well at this point right. in time. I mean, the both both teams as of right now are like they they don't even know what they're doing at this point. And like both, who knows what their identity is going to be like like a couple weeks from now? You know. Um, yeah. Yeah. What do you think, John? You have any things to say I about mean, the Panthers, or Chargers? Not really, because the Panthers are in full rebuild mode, so yeah, you know. There's not a lot to them, and, and the Chargers clearly, if they can't beat the Panthers, who are without Christian McCaffrey, the Chargers just aren't going anywhere. You know, even yeah. with that defense, it should have been a game they easily won. Yeah, in their and home I mean, stadium. Yeah, and I mean, I don't even think it really it's, should it's, have been. What's happened since we've had the last podcast was the news about Tyrod Taylor, with the doc giving him the injection and ended up puncturing his lung. So, I mean, and he's out indefinitely. So it's like, from what I've, yeah. One thing after another, it seems. It's a freak accident. But from what I've seen and read, it's like, there's always the risk with that kind of injection that that outcome could happen, that they could puncture along. So it's not like it was kind of out of nowhere. There's always the risk of that during that procedure. But still, it's when it happens to a quarterback, that's that's terrible, man. Um. But, yeah, I mean, the Chargers, from what you said, both teams, they're not really in contention for anything this year anyway. So it is what it is. Moving um, on. Moving on to the Tampa Bay, <laughs> the Tampa Bay Gronkineers. Uh, <laughs> versus Tampa the, Bay. The Broncos. Gronk actually decided to catch a couple balls. Yeah, Gronk actually decided to show up this week. What? what Put some stats on the board. Tom Brady doing Tom Brady things. Man, they went out there and did exactly what they were expected to do. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just want to see where that team is come postseason. Yeah. Something fishy about the way it's all run. You know, like I, <laughs> Bruce Arians obviously a good coach, but like, until he proves me otherwise, I don't know if he can get it done, like big time. You're gonna be up going up against Aaron Rodgers in the in yeah. the postseason. You're not going to be going up against the the teams that we've been facing the last couple of years yeah. and our Super Bowl runs on our way. Yeah, it, be... it kind of almost seems like the a 
perfect situation for Tampa. Like the way they just kind of made every piece fall into place. Like, yeah, this is a, a roster we can win a Super Bowl with right away. And it's like, I don't know if that's how it's going to work. Like, most Seattle of the time, those good. kind of dream teams. Right. They, they, like I told you before, they remind me of that that Philly dream team. <laughs> yeah. They remind me of the Browns from last year. Yeah. yeah, how they were supposed to be amazing. Super high expectations. And nope. And Brady hasn't <laughs> impressed me at all. Through yeah, three games, not, Brady... He hasn't been astounding or anything. His arm doesn't look as sharp as it normally does. He doesn't look like the same guy. Yeah. Age. That's that, that old age showing. <laughs> I mean, that's how do you have... Yeah. How do you... How does Mike Evans have two yards in a game? Two catches for two yards for two touchdowns. Right. How is that possible? How is Jameis Winston making more out of that team than, than Tom Brady is? <laughs> they're getting wins, though. They're at least yeah, I mean, they're getting wins. wins. They beat the Panthers and the Broncos with a third-string quarterback. Yeah, the Broncos. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, mean, I wasn't even really going to talk about the Broncos much. They're yeah. kind of they're decimated yeah. right now. Yeah. So I, I haven't seen anything from the Patriots yet that that shows me. Or, the Buccaneers. Uh, the Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Sorry. Buccaneers. Sorry. It's, it's still weird to get Tom Brady out there. Pretty it's much so Patriots. Weird. It's yeah. like having to get used to uh, calling the Chargers the LA Chargers and not the San Diego Chargers. Or yeah. Washington. Yeah, or, or Washington. Or Raiders. I said Oakland last week on the podcast of Wyatt record or uh, <laughs> correct. He's like Vegas. You think Vegas? Oh, <laughs> it's so weird. It is. It is really weird. Um, but I haven't seen anything from them. You know the Bucks yet. I just haven't seen outstanding. Now you haven't been seeing like the Mike Evans deep balls mm-hmm. for touchdowns that you used to see and everything. I mean, they're stacked as much when it comes, like, on, on paper, you know? Like, they should be demolishing teams, I would feel, but it's just not working out like that right now. And I, I mean, yeah. I, and it's something you don't expect out of a Bruce Arians offense. Usually he's, like, kind of tries to take the ball deep, take the top off the defense kind of style, you know? Um, so that's, it is kind of weird as of right now. But, I mean, it's early in the season. Who knows what they might be saving all those tricks for later in the season. Hmm. <laughs> um, next we got the Lions and the Cardinals. That was a good game. Surprising game. Surprising game. The Lions didn't blow it this time, like the past mm. couple weeks. They actually were able Patricia was able to save his job by another week. <laughs> <laughs> how does this guy have a job? Like like I said, how does I just don't get he's he's a terrible head coach. Yeah. Bring him back to New England. Let him have the pencil in his ear on the sideline, doing the defensive play calling or whatever he did when he was with us. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, what... he could be our defensive coordinator after <laughs> Jim Schwartz here, maybe after this year. If he wants. I can't see that. I can't see that. There's one reason because he was the reason that uh, Darius Slay went to. Oh, like yeah. That's and that's Darius Slay and him do not like each I other. I did. I. That, that slipped my mind entirely. Yeah, yeah Darius Slay. He loves yeah, a lot of players a long way. After the thing he said about Darius Slay, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into that. Yeah, but the saying thing that he, like, he wasn't a leader Davis. and stuff. Well, he also, um, 
They also said some uh, some graphic things. I'll just leave it at graphic. Really, I didn't things hear about, about that. Being, uh, about him uh, and being a man and uh, other things about genitals and things like that. Oh, there, like I said, we shit it too. But that's why Darius Slay, and that was the first day Matt Tri- Matt Patricia became head coach. He wanted to show him <laughs> an alpha dog. First day, he he basically stood up to. Darius Slay and and called him out in front of the team. Basically, talked about Darius Slay likes to have generals and and his mouth, things like oh, that. What? Yeah. And Never yeah, that's why Darius Slay wanted out. Matt Patricia <laughs> is wild, dude. Because I yeah. I think it was I don't know if it was like after the last game or the first week when they asked him about blowing a lead and then he's like, well, you know, in fourth quarters, I have like the best player or something in fourth quarter history or something. He was like, he said some ridiculous statement after they asked him about blowing a lead or whatever. And he was just being like being a smart ass or whatever. And it's just like, he's trying, does, he's trying to be, he's trying to be Bill Belichick is what he's trying to he's do. He's like doing a Bill impression. He's not Belichick. No, he's Lord. trying to, he needs to be himself, not Belichick, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't see him really being a head coach any further after this year. I mean, even anywhere else, he can just he's probably going to be a defensive coordinator somewhere. It's working for Brian Flores. He's doing well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so far. He's building something down there. You know? He's yeah. trying to sell. It looks like he's trying to coach his way and not necessarily Bill Belichick's way. Yeah. He took half not, our defense away. Not trying to implement someone else's system into your own. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, I understand. I mean, in the Cardinals, they just looked kind of off. I mean, Kyler Murray seemed like he wasn't himself that game, really. Definitely still trusting Kyler, though, man. He does oh, yeah. amazing shit. Yeah, I mean, it was an off game for him. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. That. I wonder if the Cardinals just got cocky. Because maybe mm-hmm. it looked like they were overconfident. Like, it's Lions. You know, we should beat them easily. That's what it felt like to me just watching that game. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Allowing them to hang around like that. Mm-hmm. Um, next game, we have the Cowboys and the Seahawks. Oh, that was a good game, man. <laughs> it was a good game, man. I, I was surprised that uh, the Dallas even came back. And yeah. then they were leading the game at one point. I'm like, oh, my God, they might actually Dak throws the pick at the end. Well, Russ did the touchdown and then Dak. Well, yeah. Did. I I give Dak credit for that play. I mean, he should have been sacked. That was a hell of a play. He should have thrown it away. But it was a hell of a play just to escape that. It was like an Eli Manning thing. You know, just to escape that was, you know, heroic. He should have thrown it away, though. That was stupid throwing in triple coverage. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, their their issue, like, I'm a a known Dallas hater, but I mean – that offense of theirs is, it can be scary. It's like that defense is just so banged up and so terrible right. at this point. Swiss cheese. What, what is Mike McCarthy doing? He's not using Zeke. He's like doing he's exactly going. what Jason Garrett did. They look the same. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like the and same team from last year. Zeke's your best player, and you're not using him. Yeah. They're not using him like they should. Yeah, exactly. I get it. And then you have it doesn't help you have Jerry Jones come out with a statement. I think it was yesterday or today saying it's like Dak if he's like Pat Mahomes or Tony Romo would have been able to make those drives. Like he pretty much mm-hmm. threw Dak under the bus 
And I'm like, that pretty much tells you right there that that uh, Jerry Jones is not sold on Dak. Like that's why he doesn't have a contract. Like forty million. Yeah, unless like they franchise tag him, I think Dak's going to be out of Dallas here in the next year or so. But how do you build that kind of offense? Draft CD Lamb in the first round when you have plenty of other problems, mm-hmm. and you get rid of Dak. Who are you going to bring in? You're not going to bring in a rookie. They can bring in you Trubisky. <laughs> and part of me, like even on draft night, thinks they took CD Lamb just to pretty much dig a knife into the Eagles at that point. I, I, I think that's the only reason they took CD Lamb because I think wasn't it the pick Eagles, before? It was the pick right before. Like, <laughs> I think because we were going to take CD Lamb. And I think that's why Dallas just, they jumped the gun. Jerry's like, pull the trigger. We want him just to kind of slight us. And I mean, hey, it is what it is, but that hurts your team in the long run. You guys lost like one of your top cornerbacks. You, you guys scooped him. Um, <laughs> you guys scooped him. I mean, they lost some other players. I mean, like, what's his name? Vander Etch is out for like six weeks. He yeah. broke his collarbone or something. He always seems to be having big injuries. But he's, he's a beast. He's a beast. Yeah. But man, he reminds me of like he's he reminds me of like the another Sean Lee. Always hurt. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Like, but amazing when he's on the field for them. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Sean yeah. Lee was fantastic at Penn State but, and it, with Dallas, but he's always hurt. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of JJ at the end of his career here. JJ yeah. Watt. Like, imagine if he would have stayed healthy the last four seasons, mm-hmm. fully healthy. Like, but I mean, he's he's good right now, right? He's he has yeah. no ailments he's that he's dealing season. with. Yeah, he's having a good. I mean, well, it's it really sucks result, for you know, like yeah. keep him on the field, like his brother, like you were just talking about. TJ is going to eat this Sunday. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know the other Watts out for Pittsburgh. Um, Derek, Derek, Derek Watt, yeah, he's out. Um. But, I mean, I feel bad for Dak at this point because it's like, at this point, he kind of has to have a perfect game every week or else, like, you're you're going to be losing games from here on out unless you play perfect because of that defense. Right. Um, it's, it's, it's a pretty shitty situation for him. I mean, um, I mean, Houston was supposed to get Earl Thomas. It was reported yesterday that yeah. they were getting Today, it was reported they're not signing him. So, to me, to me, it t- Dallas has to sign him. Dallas yeah. needs Earl Thomas. And, and he, I know and, that, you like, know, Jerry and them been vocal about, like, no, we're not interested in Earl Thomas. We don't have any interest in bringing him in and such. And it's like, I mean, it's probably in your best interest, too, at this point. You, should, you probably should take a look. I mean... You're not Russell Wilson. Russell, I mean, that defense is 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 not great by any means either, but Russell Wilson is somehow slinging it and getting the job done every week, extending plays. He's he's a madman at this point. I mean, DK Metcalf, I don't know how we passed up on him and took J.J. Arcega Whiteside. That still pisses me off. Oh, <laughs> I know. Oh, but, I mean... My. As of right now, it's like I know it's so early because everybody talks about MVP at this point. But I mean, like at this point, I think it's like Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, who are just like doing the most every week at this point. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean that kind of leads into the next game is is the Packers and Saints, which was a shootout pretty much. That was a really good game. Um, 
because a lot of a lot of people were doubting Drew Brees here this past week. They're saying he don't got it. Said he got noodle arm. Saying he couldn't sling it. <laughs> saying he got noodle arm. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't exactly slinging it by any means. He was doing like the checkdowns and stuff. But I mean, they were they were keeping up with the Packers. But I mean, it's also got Thomas out. Yeah, yeah. Thomas is out. But I mean, Alvin Kamara is a whole other beast. <laughs> Oh my god! You're seeing him do some things like I like. It's just mind blowing how he just like turns like some like little screen into like a forty yard gain. So Did you see the little <laughs> slow motion touchdown that he had, that like was... where oh. he was running behind big boy. Yeah, <laughs> the dude was blocking for him. Did you see Chris Collinsworth go insane for the center? The <laughs> yeah. center ran and kept up with Alvin Kamara. Kept up with him. I've never seen that in my life and lineman to keep up with a guy that fast never yeah that was awesome that was a really <laughs> really cool move there yeah yeah that was a nice drive and i mean then you got aaron Rodgers just slinging it i mean they didn't even have Devonte adams he was out yeah i yeah, mean Lazard go over Lazard, 100 yeah <laughs> aaron Rodgers, uh aaron Rodgers' passer rating was perfect 158.3 when passing Zard and oh, passing to Lazard Sunday night. Oh my god! Perfect gosh. went passing to him Sunday. That's awesome. So Lazard was amazing. Yeah. And so was Rogers went passing him. I yeah. mean, it, it's like what we were saying before is like Aaron Rodgers seems like he's in the best place of his like of his career right now. He's happy. He's playing football. Seems like he has a good relationship with uh, Lafleur now. They kind of mm. got everything sorted out. They're right. a little trouble. They're just a little dispute out of the way. And they're just balling at this point. Like, I, I wouldn't want to play, play the Packers mm-hmm. <laughs> at this point right now. That's um, what Tom Brady's got to go through. But, I mean, the Saints, I don't know. I'm not sold on the Saints. It's just like every year. Where it's like they look dominant one week, and then they just look, like, pretty mediocre the next. I don't know. And I, what I don't get is without Michael Thomas, how is Emmanuel Sanders not more involved? Yeah. Exactly. Like, you signed a guy like that, and yeah, he's not elite, but look what he did for San Fran last year. Yeah. How is he not more involved with Michael Thomas out? I, that yeah. I don't understand. And he was doing well against the Packers. Like, whenever they threw to him, he was catching yeah. them. He was doing well. I don't get Maybe that. that's something that'll change this week if Michael Maybe. Thomas could. I don't know. Yeah. If, is he healthy? Is he going to be back this week, or is he still I don't know. Thomas. I, I think he's supposed to miss another week. Okay. I think he's supposed at least another one. Gotcha, gotcha. I mean, he's on... better involved than Mayo Sanders. Yeah. And, we'll um, two in a row. and then we got the, the big old game last night. It was the Chiefs yeah. and the Ravens. The big uh, I picked the Ravens versus MVP. Yeah, you picked the Ravens. I had the Chiefs. Um, yeah, I mean, it kind of went exactly how I thought it was going to go. <laughs> Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs just doing their thing. I didn't expect there to be like a kickoff return though, but yeah, that was nice to see. First one of the year. Yeah, I mean, I was really surprised to see that. I didn't think that Lamar Jackson was going to throw less than 100 yards. Yeah, <laughs> that was a big shocker for me. But I mean, it was a it was a good game though. Still fun to watch. That yeah, really fun like... to watch game. Do you think uh, if you're the defense of the Ravens, you kind of be mad that your team just returned to kickoff because 
now you got to go back out there and face Mahomes again. Like, <laughs> the same thing. But hey, Mahomes just drove down the field on us. Oh, what's that? We returned a kick. Okay. Our reward is we get to go back out and face Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Get back what, out there. What? Maybe two minutes of rest. Maybe. Yeah, you know, just <laughs> we're exhausted from getting our ass kicked from Mahomes. Yeah, let's go face him again. Let's do it again. He's just slinging it all over the field. Hey, that's what happens. I mean, I know it's I know it's too early to be talking about like Super Bowl matchups, but like I would love to see like at this point like Kansas City versus Green Bay, like Aaron Rodgers versus Pat Mahomes just slinging it. Kansas City or Kansas City and Seattle. Yeah, yeah either of them. Kansas yeah. City. That'd be like, a imagine really that showdown. Deep yeah. balls. <laughs> just yeah. Russell Wilson deep exactly. balls. It is like, were... it's just, the only issue with the Seahawks, like, every single year is that O-line, man. And the defense a little bit. But the O-line, like, every single play, Russ is on the run. And he's trying, he's always trying to make plays. And it works. But, I mean, you always, like, think, when's it going to catch up to him at some point? Like, you can't keep running every year. Like you gotta fix that O line sometime. <laughs> that's all of them for the week. Last yeah, week. but that's all of them for week three. Um, it was a good week though of, of football. Yeah, it was. It was a good week. I'm I'm excited for week four, not Thursday night. Um, no, yeah, Thursday. I mean, we can kind of run down through the week four really quick. I mean, we kind of covered all of what the teams are doing, so I yeah. mean, we kind of hit our picks yeah. We'll just hit our picks quick. Yeah. Um, I mean the Broncos Jets. Who do you guys got in the in the Broncos Jets game? I think I got the Broncos on this one, even with a banged up QB situation. I'm going with New York. You gonna think the Jets gonna get a win? Just to make things interesting. I already thought about this. Like I'm going with New York on this one, especially with third string quarterback. If Ripian is starting, Darnold's better. I'm gonna go the Jets. I'm going New York on this one. Okay. All right, what we got for the next game here? Eagles and 49ers. <laughs> oh, hmm. oh man. Hmm. I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick I against my boys this week. Know. I'm gonna pick the 49ers. It hurts, but I got to. Maybe it'll be some like reverse psychology. <laughs> I pick the 49ers and maybe the Eagles will win type. I did as well. I, I don't. I'm sorry. I lost faith in your hey, Eagles. Hey man, I, I did too, man. It's hard. It's hard to have any hope in my Eagles right now. Niners in a landslide. For in a <laughs> land, and you think it's gonna be that bad? Yeah, I think that run that run uh, runs the whatever the scheme that Mike Sh- or Kyle Shanahan likes to run. They're gonna run like all over that Eagles defense. Oh. I think. Over and over and oh, over. I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> prime time, yeah. Oh, I don't want to see a blowout in prime time, man. That's the last thing I want. Like it, I, I, I understand if we lose, but I don't want it to be a blowout. <laughs> I think it'll be more of like a, just like a grind it out, like the way the Niners do, just like run after run. Yeah, you know, not a lot of passing from them. Mm-hmm. They just kind of wear you down. Exactly. Um, next we got Colts and the Bears. The three and Bears against two and one Colts. Got the Colts Nick, in this one. Nick Foles has been named the starter for the season now for the Bears. You got the Colts. Like, like he was saying, like the Bears, I think are fake tough guys. Fake tough uh, guys. So, even though I don't necessarily think the Colts are that great, 
think yeah. they're better than the Bears. They're gonna definitely win this game. I think the Colts had a really good defense. As a, I mm. mean, they were playing shitty teams, oh but God. they got they a really good defense. Two, two pick sixes, right? Two pick sixes last week. Yeah. You going um, with the Colts? Yeah, I'll probably pick the Colts on this one. Yeah, Even Colts. though I like Nick Foles. Yeah. I, think, I think the Colts are going to win that one. Um, Jaguars and the Bengals. Mm. Next interesting mm. matchup. Um, I think I'm going to pick the Bengals on this one. I think Joe Burrow is going to get his first win. This weekend, they've been real I, close. Yeah, I could absolutely yeah. see that. Really they, close. They, they've been knocking on the door of a of a win. I, so I th- I think the Bengals, but I think this will be high scoring for fantasy purposes. Yeah, mm. I can. I'm going to take note of that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. Um, I got Jacksonville on that one. Just just I I think even though the Bengals like they they've been so close every time. Oh, Garmin shoot. <clears throat> I see them pulling it out at the end. It doesn't seem like the Bengals can wrap up. Yeah. Like, and the Jags aren't that much better. Trust me, this is going to be a shitty game, but, but <laughs> it'll probably be a high-scoring game, like you said, because yeah. what defense is going to be played here? You know, Absolutely. Like. Um, next, we got the Browns and the Cowboys. Um, I think I got the Cowboys winning this one. That Dallas. So do I. Yeah. Yeah, Cowboys, but it'd be interesting to see if uh, be interesting to see if the Browns can instill that run the run game. Because if they can, I think they can beat the Cowboys if they can get that going. But ultimately, yeah. I think the Cowboys will be too much. They yeah. can't end up behind. The Browns can't end up behind. That's yeah. the thing here. Like what you were know. saying earlier, you got you're gonna have to start forcing Baker Mayfield to pass, and that's probably where it's gonna go downhill from there. All right. Um. Yeah, I got the Cowboys in that one. Next, we got the Saints and the Lions. Should be an easy pick. Should be an easy pick. I mean, I'm picking the Saints on this one. If they lose this fucking game. <laughs> to the Lions. To Matt Patricia. I got the Saints as well. I'm going to go Lions. Oh, honestly. Um, in Detroit. And Kenny Galladay is uh, is healthy. Okay. You know? Yeah, he had his first game back last you week. Know, right? Lattimore. Marshawn Lattimore against Kenny Galladay. That'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Can the Saints stop Hawkinson? I, I think the Lions at AP. Can they stop AP? You're going to see a lot of AP who's run AP well. Had so a good, he had a good week last he's run week. Well. Yeah. He had the starter this week. Yeah. So give he me the Lions. Really okay, very interesting. Yeah, that could be. like I mean, they're both one and two at this point. I mean. And the Lions have been close. The Lions honestly could be two and one. They should yeah, be two and easily. One. Yeah, they they blew the first two games. Yeah, they, they could have easily won them. But yeah, I mean, I I could definitely see the Lions winning that game, but I, for some I mean, reason they just I, beat the Cardinals. They just went to Arizona. That and is won. true. That is true. But can they do it two weeks in a row? See if they surprise. <laughs> they could. They could surprise. Um, and then who knows if this game is going to be played? If it is, it's the Steelers Titans. What what the outcome is going to be if the Titans aren't practicing against the Steelers? Uh, that's a hard one, man. I would I'm say going if, with the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, if the Titans were practicing all week, I would probably pick the Titans to be honest over the Steelers. But I'm going to go Steelers. I'm going to go Steelers because the Titans have kind of been uh, living on the edge the first three weeks. All three of their games they pulled out. Basically, at the end of the game, 
you know, yeah. Jags, Broncos, and Vikings. Yeah. Um, and I think the Titans are a real good team, but Steelers are going to uh, ultimately show them that, you you know, you can't play a game like that against the Steelers and win. Exactly. Yeah. That defense, defense. Can, we've talked about it weeks ago, could still potentially end the season as the best defense in the league. But yeah. Yeah. Easily. So, yeah, I got the Steelers in that one as well. Gotcha. Um, we got the game you were talking about earlier, John. We got the Seahawks and Dolphins. This would be interesting because um, the Seahawks have trouble. Well, a lot of West Coast teams have trouble going to the East Coast. Um, and you got to go into that hot weather yeah. down, in, down in Miami. Um, and the Seahawks typically have trouble against the Dolphins in Miami. So... I mean, this this would be hard because Russell Wilson's hot, but he's got to cool down sometime. And if Byron Jones, is back, if Byron Jones is back, because you're not going to throw five touchdowns a game, you're just not. Um, Fourteen in three games, basically five a game. I think Russell Wilson cools down a little bit, and Miami pulls out the upset. That's yeah, a home a little bit, but if he does five touchdowns three games straight, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't see it happening either, based off of just statistics. And you Carson know. could miss the game, so that's a big loss for the yeah for that this. dirty that alligator roll against yeah. the, Dow- right. the Cowboys. Yep. Yeah, so I mean that definitely Typical affects Cow- it as well because that run game was nice too. Yep. Typical Cowboys, by the way. Yeah, that that doesn't surprise <laughs> me. Um, I don't know, man. I think I'm still gonna pick the Seahawks on that game. I'm going to roll with I'm Russ, Russell I'm, I'm rolling Seattle too, but I don't think he'll throw five touchdowns. Yeah, I don't think he's going to do five touchdowns or anything like that. If if anything, it might be uh, – I don't know if it'll be a close game. It'll be kind of a lower scoring. It's not going to be like 30 points for the Seahawks or anything. We'll see. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Um, next, got we got next. the Tampa Bay Gronkineers and the Chargers. <sighs> I mean, I, I think I got the Buccaneers in this one. Rolling through it through the Chargers. Same, same. Yeah, and I mean the next one. Dealing with. Yeah, I mean the next one's pretty much. Is the Ravens and the Washington no names? I got the Ravens. Especially coming off that loss. Yeah. This team isn't losing two in a row. Ravens easily. Yeah. Right. Um. Then you got Cardinals and the Panthers. This is interesting. It is. I think it'll be a close game, to be honest. Um, I think Cardinals are going to be angry after mm-hmm. that loss. I think they're really going to take it to the Panthers. They're going to okay, think so? Yeah, I, yeah. I also think they'll win. I just yeah. thought it would be a little closer, but I can definitely see that. Yeah. That the Cardinals coming out here and just mm-hmm. fuck that. DeAndre Hopkins having 200 yards. You know. <laughs> Kyler Murray running around see, all over the place. I don't see anything from Bridgewater that's impressive. Not a thing. No. Yeah. He does not look good at all. Mm-mm. I mean, he didn't look super impressive whenever he was one of those games for the Saints either. He was just He's playing. a game man. Yeah, right. he was a pocket passer doing it like playing the system. He's a system QB. Um yeah, so I mean, I got the Cardinals winning that one as well. Um then we got some two two oh and three teams, the Vikings and the Texans. <laughs> Somebody's gotta win here. <laughs> I got the Texans. The Eagles and Bengals. That that's not necessarily true. Uh, you think the Vikings and Texans could tie? I got the Texans in this one. I think uh, I got the Texans. Oh, 
Yeah. Deshaun Watson is too good to be losing all these games. Yeah. It's a shame that Bill Bell or Bill O'Brien is his coach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got ship the Texans him, as well. Ship it to New England. Send him up here. We'll take care of him. And like the Vikings, I don't know what what their issue is. I know their defense is in shambles. I mean, I it's hard to imagine that just the loss of like Stefan Diggs hurts the offense that badly. You know, Dalvin, yeah, yeah, you almost ran two hundred yards. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook, you got Adam Thielen. Like, come on. Um, yeah, I mean, I still got the Texans. Next one's an easy one. We got Rams and Giants. Uh, I got the Rams in that one. I got the Rams as well. Yeah, this will be ugly. Really yeah, ugly. It could be real ugly. If you got that Rams defense, man, you're gonna have a good fantasy week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You might want to pick them up if if they're on the waiver wire. Um, got big game, the big four thirty game, uh, Patriots and Chiefs. Oh man! Big, I know you were excited to talk about this one, Vern. Just because of how we played, Seattle. I think damn near the same outcome. Lose by five or win the game on like a last second like touchdown to like take the lead type of shit. If you leave any time on the clock for Patrick Mahomes, you're losing the game. You're, That's yeah, the way I done so. It's the modern day Tom Brady type of shit. Like, and <laughs> that's just the way I see it. Like, if we have the ball last and it's a close game, could potentially win. I'm picking the Patriots. Just I. I can't help myself. It's not it's not like we're that bad that it's unfathomable <clears throat> that we can win this game. But yeah. it's very, very unlikely, but I'm gonna still if, take the Patriots. But if the Ravens couldn't do it in Baltimore, they, they got toyed with in Baltimore and the Ravens are a better team. Do you I think could, the Patriots, you know, could, in Kansas City in Kansas City yeah. with yeah. fans, because they're allowing fans in yeah. the stadium. Yep. I could I, I don't know if I could take my hat off, my Patriots hat off. <laughs> I, I understand that. My brain is telling me Kansas City. My heart is telling me Kansas City in this one. You know, the, only thing I, that gives, the only thing that gives the Patriots a chance is Belichick scheming enough to try and take the ball out of Mahomes' hands by running the right. ball over and over and over. Newton, White, Burkhead, whoever's Seth. playing in the backfield that week that he picks up off the street. <laughs> It's all about that time of possession. Keep Pat Mahomes on the sideline. You know, he might come out yeah. and score a touchdown in 60 seconds, but if we get the ball for 12 minutes, you know, score our touchdown, <laughs> then yeah. he comes out and kicks a field goal. I'm just thinking, man, but like you said, Bill Belichick's got to be able to game plan this. That's the only reason the Ravens lost. I mean, a lot of reasons, but they tried to outscore the Chiefs. Instead of outscoring them, they should have tried to, just like I said, Take the ball out of Mahomes' hands and kind of slow the game. Try to pace him. I think Belichick is smart enough to know that. Yeah, that's the only chance they have. I'm not saying it's a guarantee. Trust me, it's very unlikely. But that's my pick. All right. Uh, Next game, we got the Bills and the Raiders. It's that one's kind of can like I got a lot of confidence in the Bills, but I've also seen a lot of good things out of the Raiders as well. Coming off Um, a loss. Coming off of a loss. But, I mean, I still I think I'm going to give the edge to the Bills on this one. I think I'm going to pick the Bills. Me too. I'm going to go Raiders. Uh, Raiders? If, if, if Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller are healthy, I don't know yeah. the status of them. They weren't, 100%, they weren't 100% healthy against the Pats. They were not. Yeah. 
Um, they need them healthy to beat. The, they need them healthy to beat anybody. Realistically, uh, let alone the Bills. So is Henry Ruggs going to be healthy? I don't think so. I think he's. I think he's going to be out. Um, yeah, I know he was. He was questionable. I think before. Edwards is supposed to be out. Um, they just have a lot of injuries, but. I'm gonna go Raiders because uh, now I think they can do the same thing. I think they can run the ball and keep the ball out of uh, Josh Allen's hands. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I got I got a uh, not the Raiders in that one. I got the Bills rolling in that one pretty pretty easily. Um, and then the Monday night game is the Falcons and the Packers. We talked about that a little bit. Um, I got old no Aaron, Aaron Badman Aaron Rodgers doing his thing again. No faith in the Falcons. <laughs> no, faith. you don't got to worry about blowing a lead in this one. Um, you're you're already gonna be losing. Yep. <laughs> you're gonna be playing from behind anyway. Maybe that's the way they can somehow win. Maybe if playing from behind from the start, maybe that'll like kick them into gear or something. There's I don't no know. lead to lose. Yeah. No pressure. Garbage time, fan, garbage time fantasy points. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> is, is Julio going to be available? Because I know that he was having, like, hamstring issues. So, I mean. Like I, I would imagine so. Um, he's projected to play right as of right now. Okay. Good. Because I have him on my team. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. Need it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I got so the Packers in that one pretty easily. I'm, I picked up Russell Gage to start over earlier this week, and he got hurt. Oh, oh, oh man, no chance. Hey, what can you do? It's <laughs> fantasy. Yeah, I Who's mean that was the picks, yeah that was the week four picks. Um, we we can roll into some some other news before we kind of wrap up with the the usual stuff here for yep. the podcast. Yep. Um, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Congratulations to them. They won the Stanley Cup. They uh they beat the Dallas um, Stars. Was it four to two, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh yeah, I mean I I picked Tampa Bay to win that's the Stanley Cup here like right before they even started game one. Um they were just so fast. They're such a good team all around. So hot. Yeah, exactly. Like I didn't think I know Dallas was really good too, but I just didn't think they had the speed that that the Lightning had at that point. Um, so yeah, congratulations to them. They they won the Stanley Cup. Wish it was my Flyers, but hey, that's we got. We'll, we'll be back next year. Um, and also congratulations to your Lakers, Burn, and, uh, and congratulations to the Miami Heat. His Heat. I learned that he's a Miami. <laughs> oh, I didn't Miami know you were a Miami Heat fan. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Die hard. So like, Heat fan, Lakers fan, Pats fan, Miami to have fan. You on. <laughs> exactly exactly but like I, me and him were talking whenever you got uh cut off there a little bit about how the heat like on paper maybe they're underdog but like so was Giannis, or you know Giannis was the favorite so like i i, I would not be surprised to see miami come out here and like end up where we're two two in the middle of the series like oh shit yeah. this could go either way you know yeah i mean back whenever like before the like the playoffs kind of started, I, I chose Miami as my team rolling through. So I've been I've, I'm such a huge Jimmy Butler fan, and I love how like they kind of built around him and everything. That whole team is just solid, like in depth. Like the whole like the bench is nice, the front five are nice, and it's just they're all around a good team. And I think, mm-hmm. I mean, 
it's hard to to give it. I mean, the Lakers are such a dominant squad when everything is rolling. You know, um, when everything's clicking, the, the Lakers can be so dominant. But when I the mean, role players show up. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I know the Lakers have good defense, um, but Miami also like they're all around. They can they can do it on both sides of the ball. Um, but I mean, yeah, if Tyler Hero and all everybody else can keep balling for Miami, I think it's going to be a good series. But I mean, I know they had some down games even against the Celtics a little bit. I think the X factor is uh, which which AD shows up for the Lakers. Yeah. Um, it, you know, because he tends to disappear from time to time. And you don't know, you know when he's going to show up. And, and we've never seen him in the finals. Right. And if he's not... LeBron's not going to carry the entire team the entire series. At 35, he's just not. Yeah, he's not going to lead in points, rebounds, and assists like he's done Every game, yeah. So so if AD is shook a little bit, you might see the Heat pull off the upset in this series if if AD doesn't necessarily, you know, show up. Right? Yeah. Because who's going to be the third? You never know who. Is it going to be Kuzma? Is it going to be Caldwell Pope? Yeah. There's nobody Lakers aside from AD that's going to be the next man up that yeah. can carry them. There's nobody. Like, and so if none of them, if nobody's on the bench, like hot that night, or even putting buckets in, it's mm-hmm. going to be. It's going to be a long night. It's going to be a long night for us. I know, like you're saying, Lakers defense is still incredible. So yeah. You got to score points, but wait, okay, so then you beat us by ten instead of twenty. You know, like. So, <laughs> like it's just, yeah. Um, it's hard. And you can play great defense, uh, not to interrupt you, but, uh, uh, but you can play great defense all you want. But we we saw watching the Heat, they knock down shots whether they're open or you're they're yeah. in your they're in their face, exactly. and and they've got so many three point shooters. Oh yeah, that you can have great. The Celtics and the Bucks were the two best defensive teams in basketball this year, and the Heat still made them look like child's yeah. play. And right. the, and the Lakers played two of the worst defensive teams in the NBA in their last two rounds. So Lakers really haven't faced, and the Heat have one of the best defensive teams yeah. in the this NBA. Be interesting, so this would be man. interesting. Oh man, Lakers I can't haven't wait. Played the defense like the Heat, you know, mm-hmm. in the playoffs, and the Heat have played the two best defenses. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see that you know how the Lakers respond to that because that's a lot of three point shooting. And oh, yeah. that's what makes it tough to beat the Heat is it's not just one guy. It it's a whole team. Any of, it's a whole, you know, it's a whole group, and you don't know who. Yeah. So Duncan Robinson and Hero and Butler and Bam and yeah, that's overwhelming. Even Goron, you know, and Dragic, yeah, can start Dragic, rolling. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's, that kind of leads into my point where, like, even against the Celtics, is like the Heat are going to take you down to the buzzer like they're not going to give up until the game is over like that it's just like the Celtics like the Celtics would have a lead for a while like for most of the game and then towards the end they're gassed the whole team's tired and the heat are still rolling and they're then like they start, they're still hungry they're still cooking and it's right. like they just kind of wait and see their opportunity to strike and that's when they start rolling and they, they keep the lead after that and I mean it's it's over from there so I mean I think the key for the Lakers to win is they got to play the full game. You're you you can't you can't cool down at any point. So I mean that's gonna it's, it's gonna be interesting. I mean it's tomorrow night. When yeah, it does airs, start tomorrow. It'll be game one will be already over because this airs on Thursday, Thursday. here. But uh, 
I, I can't <clears throat> wait to see this series, man. I'm so excited. <laughs> for it. We'll see yeah, where man. we are by it's next exciting. Tuesday. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all the news. Um, we'll roll up into the bias bubble now. I mean, you're the guest on the show, John. So if you want, you can talk about your teams, what you're excited for, uh, all the news that's going on Anything in your neck of the woods. We haven't covered yet. Yeah. How's the bubble? bias bubble work just which team just any team just any or, like you know, any of your teams like that you're any news or something you're excited about okay all right well i mean i just got done talking about the heat um obviously i'm excited about the heat all that they bring you know um i've been talking about it on my show every week kind of annoying my co-host uh <laughs> jokingly uh to put to put the um put respect on spo's name because he doesn't right. get the respect that he deserves. This is a Hall uh, of Famer. In 10 years, he has five NBA Finals. This is fifth NBA Finals in 10 years. Yeah. First, and this is first without LeBron and, and Wade and all them. Right. But still, that's impressive. In, in 10 years, five NBA Finals. He's won two. Could yeah. potentially third. You know, he's been a really good coach for a long time that's underappreciated. And uh, now I'm excited for my Heat. Um, like I said, I, I know they're not favored, but the they weren't favored against the Bucks. They won. They weren't favored against the Celtics. They won. Um, and the Lakers, really good with LeBron and AD. But outside of that, who can you rely on? I know exactly. they have good players. Yeah. Who can you rely on to say, if AD or LeBron have an off night, this Who's guy is next man up. Whereas the Heat, you don't have to worry about that because there's always a guy. There's always somebody. So, yeah. Yeah. I just love how, like, it seems like the, the Heat are so tight. Like, they seem like such a tight group. Like, Jimmy Butler's, like, the big brother. He's, like, kind of, like, teaching all everybody else. Like, I don't know. It just seems like they have such a tight bond on that team that that's what's kind of, like, keeping them in all these games. Like, they every they, they trust in the next man. Like, if someone, like what you're saying, if someone's off, they can trust in the next dude to come up here and start dropping points and dropping buckets, you know. And, I mean... The Lakers have some depth to them, but yeah, it's like what you're saying. Who's who's going to be able to drop like twenty something points if AD is not, or if LeBron's not? Is it going to be Kuzma? Is it going to be Rondo? Like I don't I don't see Rondo doing that. I don't know. Yeah, that's all I got for my uh, my bias bubble. Uh, what about I guess whichever one to use next for your bias? You can go ahead, Vern. Oh man, we covered a lot of of Lakers and Patriots stuff today. Um, like I said, I'm looking forward to Kansas City game next week, and I'm looking forward to these finals. You know, like Bron's sitting here averaging 26.7 throughout the whole playoffs, AD almost 29. Like, like you guys were saying just now, they're carrying the Lakers offensively. <clears throat> without those two, without either one of them, it's going to be tough to win this series. So we'll see what happens. Like. It's going to be a long series. I don't think it'll be four or five games. It's going to be a, a Yeah, tough it's going to go the distance. Grind them out six or seven game series. And then, um, like I was saying about New England, things are going nice. Things a lot better than I honestly thought they were, but that's before <laughs> before we acquired Cam Newton type of shit that I'm talking yeah. about. So, like, it, it's two and, or what are we, two and one right now, about to play the 3-0 Chiefs. So, we'll see how that goes. I really think we have a chance to win the game, but... It's also in Kansas City, so we'll see yeah. how that goes. <laughs> That's about all we got rolling right now. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't really have too much to talk about. Um, I mean, last week, I didn't really talk about much at all. I wasn't going to give the Eagles any attention last week. I was like, they just need to fix it, and that's it. And they they kind of trolled me a little bit. They're like, we're not going to win, but we're not going to lose. We're going to tie. So, I mean, we kind of improved. Like, mm-hmm. no, you didn't. I mean, I don't know, man. It's these These Eagles got me messed up right now <laughs> at this point. Like, I don't know. It just seems like they're playing with no identity at this point. Like they, they don't know who they are. They don't know what kind of team they want to be. I've I've seen so many different things over the past three weeks. Like when we played Washington the first week, they came out the first half firing on all cylinders, throwing deep balls, and they were clicking, getting touchdowns. And then that team hasn't been seen since. So it's like I'm not as well. I'm not really worried about the defense at this point. I'm worried about the offense because they're they're not doing anything. They can't move the ball whenever they're on offense, and that's what worries me the most. Um, especially against the, we got a, a tough, tough, tough string of games coming up here. So we could easily be like oh six and one, <laughs> like no joke. Let like let me pull it up here. I know we got San Fran this week. We got the Steelers the next week. Um, we got the Ravens the week after that. And then we got the Giants, Cowboys, Giants, Browns. And then we play Seahawks, Packers, and Saints three weeks in a row. <laughs> like, this this year is going to suck if they don't get it turned around. Um, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. Your schedule does lighten up after the, these next three, three games, games or so. Your schedule lightens up a lot because you start to get the Giants and teams like that. So if you can survive these next three games by going maybe two and one, yeah. um, then I think you're all right. Because once the schedule lightens up, it'll give you time to get right. It'll yeah. give you get time to get healthy. And by the time you know all that comes around, then I think you know your team might be able to start rolling and clicking. Have some players back. Yeah. I mean, I keep telling myself that like maybe they're like. Maybe it's down because there was no OTAs and like they're kind of treating the first couple weeks as like a preseason, like evaluating talent and such. But I don't know, man. Uh, I think the only thing that's kind of holding us in place right now is because the, the rest of the NFC East is garbage at this point. <laughs> so, I mean, that kind of gives us a chance. So I think we're only like a half game out of first place right now. <laughs> so, without a win. <laughs> without a win. Exactly. Like, how does that even happen? So, I mean... There's really not a lot to talk about other than that. Other than once again, I want to relay the message: fix it, fix this shit, Doug. What um, about? And, uh, I know it's your bias bubble, but I'm curious. What are your thoughts on uh, on Billy Donovan going to the Bulls? Oh yeah, we we kind of touched on that a little bit last week. I'm excited to be honest. Um, I'm I was super excited before the hire because it kind of got Gar Packs out of there. I was so sick and like just like the rest of the Chicago Bulls fan base. I was so tired of Garpacks running this organization into the ground. It seemed like they didn't care about winning at all. They were just like care about keeping their jobs at that point. And I'm so glad that like Jerry Reisendorf is finally like, all right, we need to get these guys out of here. We need to care about winning, try to build a team. And I think Billy Donovan uh, is the first coach in since Thibodeau, where we actually hired someone with experience. And and we locked him down. I think we gave him like a three or four year deal already. But I mean, he's had some good success with OKC since he came into the league. 
I mean, I'm excited. He has a good rapport with a lot of like a lot of stars throughout the league. A lot of people like him. He's a player's coach. Um, as well as the new GM we hired. Apparently he's he's really not he's really good as well. Um I don't know. The future's hopefully looking bright for us. Um, because it doesn't seem like we're really rebuilding at all. We're just gonna be retooling and trying to like hit free agency pretty hard here this this year and next year because there's a lot of big free agents coming in next year i believe that's when like Giannis is open i know ad is open after this season but i mean there's a lot of big names that are going to be on the free agent market here after the 2021 season i'm pretty sure so i mean hopefully the future is bright for the bulls i mean anything's going to be better than the past couple years under (laughs) like fred hoiberg and jim boylan it's it's been 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 abysmal so i mean there's there's a couple bright spots like kobe white i don't know if they're going to keep levine or not if they're going to build around levine that's that's hard to say but i think as far as that goes pretty much everybody else on the roster is kind of expendable at this point they're going to be using them to kind of build the team so i don't know it's it's interesting i've i thought i was going to be having a lot of excitement around the Eagles this year. That was going to be the team that was going to keep me rolling, but I guess not. So (laughs) here's hoping, uh, here's waiting for hockey season to roll around for the Flyers to do well again. So I don't know, man. So that's, that's pretty much all I have to talk about in the bias bubble. Um, So, I mean, that only leaves one more thing, Vern. And that is our, uh, (laughs) that's our crazy sports stat fact of the podcast. I love it. um, Every week. Um, Do you have one this week, Vern? Yeah, I got a simple one. Uh, it's an old-timey basketball one. Okay, what you got? So it can't, it's probably not that hard to believe, but it's until 1936, okay, so up until this point, the jump ball took place at, at the center court after every single made basket. Really? After every single made basket. I didn't know like, that. They changed the rule in 1936, apparently. I was like... Oh, that would be awful. <laughs> That would be terrible to watch. I would not watch that shit. No, I feel like the game would go so slow if you had to do that every time. Right. <laughs> That's all, though. <laughs> um, I, kind of, I had a basketball one here as well, actually. It's, it's a college basketball one. <clears throat> um, Alaska and Maine are the only two states in the U.S. to never send a school to the NCAA basketball tournament held in March. Wow. Alaska, Alaska doesn't have any Division One schools in the state, and Maine apparently is just not good at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's kind of yeah. crazy, but, like, I, I didn't know Alaska didn't even have any D1 schools, but, I mean, yeah. it's way the fuck up there, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, so I guess that makes sense. Nobody wants to just send their kids to school in Alaska. <laughs> like, we're going to pay to or send them. Or if they do, it's not for it's not for basketball. Yeah, exactly. Like it's nobody fun. goes to Alaska just to play basketball. Right. <laughs> I like yeah, it. Good, man. good fact. Good fact. We had a pretty good show this week, uh, barring some some minor technical setbacks. But I mean, oh, good. Oh, yeah, I mean, want to thank out. thank John for being on here, man. We really appreciate you coming on, sharing your thoughts yeah. on the season. Thank you yeah. so much for coming on here today. Yeah, man. Yeah, we of course. Uh, you know, like I said, just send me a link uh, whenever the show is up thursday and i'll definitely share it on my pages and you know share it all around i can you know try to help y'all out so i appreciate it it. you appreciate it man um you want to plug all your or your stuff one more time for us yeah 
Yeah, so uh, you can check me out. Um, Podbean, go to Podbean, search Perch Sports Talk, uh, P-E-R-C-H-E-D, Sports Talk, and you'll find my show. You'll find my Journey with the Jays show. Um, if you're looking for my Journey with the Jays show, you can look, you know, find it on YouTube. Obviously, just search Journey with the Jays. Um, Facebook, search Journey with the Jays. Twitter, Journey with the Jays. Three. Um, Instagram, Journey with the Jays. You know, it's it's easy to find us on on all the typical social media. So now, like I said, just and then we'll be on Real Eleven Hundred uh, AM in Atlanta. Right. You can download their app and listen to us on their Monday or not Monday, Thursday nights, six p.m. to seven p.m. Eastern time. You can check out our hour show on there. Um, so yeah, you're going to check that out for That's us. Awesome, you know, help us out. So yeah. Awesome. That's super exciting. That's dude. Where That's, I'm, I'm excited for you. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, well, man. Hopefully, hopefully we can get you back over here sometime yeah. in the future, man. Yep. Definitely. Um, we really enjoy having you on tonight, man. Yeah. Thank you. A uh, little fun fact. Um, before I found real 1100 i tried to uh, get our show on meryl reese's uh radio station really forget what uh, it's here in pa yeah yeah tried to get it on uh hit radio um he didn't answer because they weren't in the office during over the summer during the pandemic and stuff yeah but uh, oh, i gotta try him again to see if, if i can get a hold of him just so i can talk to meryl reese yeah that would be because legendary voice, voice I love radio. that voice so much. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's just... It's my classic. Ears. Hopefully so. you do, man. Hopefully you do. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He's like That's the official voice tell. of the Eagles at this point. Right. Yes. So, like, even whenever you go to the link during the stadium, he's, like, the announcer, like, in the stadium, like, about concessions and everything. Like, he's he's built into the Eagles organization at this point. He got a Super Bowl ring when we won the Super oh, Bowl sure. and everything. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he's awesome, man. And uh I'm really excited for you, man. I'm glad everything's working out with the podcast. You're getting the radio show up and running. Yeah. Um yeah. it's inspiring. Yeah, it is, it's super inspiring. Um, especially like I'm, you've been working hard and being consistent all these years doing yeah. doing your thing, you know. Um yeah, it kind of gives kind of gives some hope for some small guys like us doing doing the <laughs> yeah. same. Yeah. I mean <laughs> how you know, whenever you know, whenever your show you know, start to take off in your mind and stuff like that. And, you know, and you need a little, you know, you need help with um, maybe some guests, some some famous people for guests. You know, just hit me up, of course. Um, you know, I know a lot of people, so I can always help you out and, you know, send some people your way and, and awesome. try and. Yeah, man, we really appreciate it. Um, yeah, and, and we'll, we will definitely promote you as much as possible as well. I mean, any anybody that's a friend of this show is a friend of ours, and we're going to be promoting you just as much as like if you help us, you know, you scratch our back, we scratch yours, you know. <laughs> um, but like, we just want to try to help everybody succeed. You know, we're all in this together. That, like, that's how we are. That's exactly how we are. Exactly, you gotta gotta help everybody out. You know, um, I mean, as far as that, um, it was been a great show. Next week we have an exciting show as well, Vern. We got Philly 500 on next week from from YouTube. He's a content creator for the Eagles. He's gonna be on next Tuesday. Um, and I mean, until then, check out uh, Squad Pod Sports on Twitter. Always posting on there. Check out the regular Squad Pods uh, podcast every Friday. We're releasing new episodes as well as the sports on Thursday. 
And uh, we just want to thank everybody for watching. And thank you once again, John, for, for being on this week. We really appreciate Absolutely. it, man. Yep. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And thanks, everybody, for watching. Have a good week. Yep. See you guys.